Wait, hold on. Oh, man, dude, you're sideways, man. Come on, get it figured out, man. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, I got this. I thought it was elongated. Oh, man. I'm just going to give everyone some background here. He's rolling in late. I'm reading the messages right now. As soon as I send him the link, I got to run to the gas station, get an energy drink. I'm dying. Is that okay? Yeah, no problem. Be right there. He needs his caffeine and then his phone sideways. But now he's here, so we can't complain now. What's going on, man? Nothing, man. Just, uh, I guess, just chilling, waiting for all this stuff to clear up so everything can open back up and Dude, things just go back to normal. I know. Where Where are you at? Where do you live? I'm in South Carolina right now. Okay. Is that where – have you grown up there? Um. So I was from originally from uh, Tampa, okay. Florida. And then I lived there for about like nine or ten years, and so I go back and forth. And so okay. then I live in uh, South Carolina now ever since I was nine. So yeah, I was I was I was more than likely I was raised here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I don't like to say it, but <laughs> why don't you like to say it? I feel like everyone loves the Dude, Carolinas. I hate South Carolina. What? Why? Fill it's me not, in on I this. Just, uh, it's um, it's good and bad. It's okay. like too homey for me. Like mm-hmm. I like uh, I like fast paced environment. I like yeah. things like going like now. Mm-hmm. And then every now and then, like nothing gets cut to people. But every now and then, like I talk fast. Yeah. I like my caffeine. I like my energy. And uh, <laughs> every single time I talk to someone that has a deep southern accent, they're sitting there going, "Well, yesterday." It's like molasses. Like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, finish your sentence. I was like, I know what you're about to say. <laughs> I can't stand it. So. Dude, I, I kind of understand that because I'm from Ohio, grew up there, and, it, and like I grew up in a small town. It has that very homey feel. Like It very much feels like home. It still is home. Yeah. But I'm lucky to be out here in Arizona in Tempe, like – you know, even outside of, you know, it's not a college town. Like there's a huge ginormous university here in Arizona state, but you know, it really is a town like the Phoenix, Scottsdale, Tempe, you know, Valley area that I'm in. It's very much fast paced. I mean, it's growing like crazy. And you know, the, the, um, you know, there's a lot more financial incentives with taxes and things like that. So we get a lot of business people like moving out of California coming here, so I can understand that. Like I, I, I love going to like the homey, like quieter places to visit. But I think that's because I've been able to move somewhere where it's fast paced. If you're just dealing with one, if you're just like stagnant, like even if like let's say you grew up like in New York or out here and you were just used to the fast pace all the time, I bet it'd be you know like the reverse. Like when you want to escape and get away, you'd want to go to like yeah, go to like a South yeah, Carolina. Yeah, but that's an yeah, because I was gonna be like, dude, I bet I bet it's just like so chill down there, like play golf, yeah, nice yeah. weather, there's water, nice weather, all that good stuff. So do you say uh, soda or pop? So I grew up saying pop, but he's gone. <laughs> okay, no, listen, listen, listen. You gotta let me explain myself here. Innocent until proven guilty. So I grew up saying pop, but now like ever since. I started saying it in high school, mainly because I've always been the one, like, whatever. I always zag when someone zigs or, you know, vice versa or whatever. So, like, the I'm now a soda guy. I exclusively say soda. Like, when I hear pop, it's, like, weird. So, I'm a soda guy now. But I grew up a, okay. pop, I grew up a pop guy. Okay. okay. But what about the people in the – there's some people in the South. There's some places where they call, like, every single soda. Like, they just call it Coke. That's a thing. Have you ever heard that? Oh, yeah. Where you say, uh, oh, wait, you mean like they say every soda is a Coke? 
Yeah, it's like if yeah, they wanted a sprite. Me. Yeah, they're like, yeah, just give me a Coke. Coke. Like, yeah. what the hell does that mean? Personally, I just say like, hey, let kind of Dr. Pepper. I don't say, yeah, I want a soda. I just say like, I said a name, but like, there's people I've, I met people here. They sit there and go, yeah, can I get a Coke? Can you bring them out like a Dr. Pepper or something like that? And they're like, um, no, I meant Sprite. Yeah. And they're, like, no, you what? Said, you said Coke, you lunatic. <laughs> Say the name. Yeah, they're like making a call to the like the local mental hospital. Like, we might have one of your patients. I think they escaped. Like, he's like, what's going on here? So like, you you guys just right wait right here. I got to go make a call. That's so funny. I love in some of the classes I took in school, like these different like I forget what they were. It was probably a mixture of like my like any psychology course I took or like communications. Mm. We talk about like different dialects or the way you know people like just all those things I always thought were so so interesting and different like we're all one country here but that you know you could go you would think like you're in your own little bubble like especially if you grow up in one spot you think that's just kind of the norm and then you kind of get exposed to other cultures and other things within your own country and you realize how different some places are it's it's like really funny to to realize and come across that's how I came whenever I first went to New York which was recently um, everyone says to give New York a second try because, like, everyone that goes to New York or, like, lives in New York says that, like, um, the main part, Times Square. Yeah. yeah. No one go like, every, if you go there, you hate New York. And yeah. that's where I went. And it was the most god-awful experience. Just so and, crowded. Like, bro, the, not even, we, we got off the plane and we were, uh, I think we were either going to our hotel or we just got to our hotel and we were walking out. And we're walking down the road, and we're like, not that bad. And this homeless man has his thumb up his ass and is drooling everywhere with his pants down. Yep. And everyone's walking past normal, and I'm like, is this this a normal thing in New York City? (laughs) You guys got homeless men sticking their thumbs up their ass? Yeah. (laughs) I was like, What? Well, it's like, um, are you are you a fan of The Office? Have you seen all of The Office? Yes. Yeah. So it's like, you know, when Michael goes to New York and, you know, he does the whole thing. Like, you know, most people go to the Empire State Building. That's way too touristy. I come here and he's walking through Times Square, which is literally like the most famous part of yeah. New York. Or, you know, he's like the great way, you know, best part about New York is getting around. You know, it's so easy. And he goes on the subway and he takes like two steps down. He's like, oh, there's a guy taking a poop in a box down there. He's like, I got to take a poop. Like, that's literally what I'm picturing. Like, you had your own Michael it's, Scott moment. Like, yes. you're going through Times Square. Like, oh, it's not too bad. And then you're like, oh, my God, there is a homeless man just just totally oblivious to thousands of people around him drooling with a thumb up his ass. Yeah, that's <laughs> it was insane. LA is another story too. I love LA. Yeah. Um, but it was whenever you're getting there, are homeless people there. Not yeah. another story. Yeah. Like there. Um, yeah. I was being screamed at by one homeless dude that he was going to stab stab me in the face, and uh, it brought daylight. Yeah. And. Everyone just walking past and like, this is a normal thing here and it's kind of <laughs> sketchy. Yeah. Dude, yeah. New York and LA are so funny because like you just mentioned, like Times Square, like that's not too far from Broadway, right? Like you think about Broadway, yeah. these big glamorous, like these big, huge, ginormous stars, right? But like broad, like it's like right there. Or when you think about LA, like out in Hollywood, I remember the first time 
I, re- I guess I never really thought about it. I didn't know any better. But the first time I was on Hollywood Boulevard, like, you know, where the Chinese theater and all those things are. Yeah. Like, it's a freaking crap hole, man. But they have all those movie premieres there. And when they church it up and dress it up, it looks glamorous. You know, they, yeah. you know, it's L.A. Like, they obviously make it look great. You know, they can manipulate things and make it look a certain way. That's that's the Hollywood magic. But when you're there just as a, you know, regular tourist and just walking around, you're like, this is, this is. This is the this scum, is what I read about. This is the scum of the this earth. This is terrible. <laughs> the streets are crap. Like there's just no funding. It's just ridiculous. But um, yeah, those New York and LA experiences are so fun. So you said you went to New York for the first time here recently. Uh, what were yeah. you up, What were you up in New York for? That was for uh, one of the fashion shows for mm. like red carpet event. And then how was that? Um, it was it was okay. One of them was bad, but the what? other one was uh the other one was decent i realized that i met a family member that i forgot that i had it was weird like so we went there and out of anywhere else in the family i realized that uh mitzi purdue she's the owner of purdue farms and sheraton hotels okay um so she's actually like my cousin or grand aunt in some type of way yeah she's my aunt in some type of way um a marriage and um, I realized I, I was talking to her and she's like, yeah, yeah. And then she kept on talking about like Purdue farms. And I was like, wait a second. Um, are you, is that out of anywhere in all in New York, especially just yeah. bumping into where I was like, are you, are you, uh, married to, uh, this person with my family or whatever? Like you're, and she's like, no, my daughter is. And she goes, oh, because my mom's main name is like Oliviera. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, oh, you're an Oliviera. And I was like, Yeah. And she's like, no fucking way. Yeah. And I was like, you're my aunt. <laughs> like, That's crazy. And I was like sitting face to face pretty much with this the owner of shirts and hotels and everything like that, realizing that out of anywhere I jumped into. So I was like the only thing that could have came out of it. I got connected with family. Um, and I met one of the main Marvel artists there. Oh, cool. And, but yeah, that was about, that was all about that. And then I went out. We were there for literally two or three days in my home. It was last minute as anything. We bought like flight tickets maybe three days before. And then we came back. LA was fun. LA was fun. I want to hear more about it. I can't wait to go back to to LA. It's been, or just to California in general. It's been too long. What are some of the events out there like? Because I haven't gotten to do any of those, any of those things yet. So I want want to hear all about it. Tell tell the story. The LA LA red carpet was like the most fun and everything. Like that's where I got interviewed. And everything like that. I met um, Nick Swartzen. Oh my god, I, like, I love Nick Swartzen. Yeah. He's the man. Dude, I didn't even know it was him when I was talking to him. Really? So like, I was, I didn't know anything at first. Because like, whenever you're in that environment and like, you you don't know and like, so you just you don't know who's around you. Yeah. And so I'm literally sitting here walking around, and I'm talking to this guy about him, like him and his husband or something that got recently married. And like I'm sitting there talking and talking and talking, I'm like this guy has a familiar voice mm-hmm. and a familiar look. Yeah. And whenever I walked away out of the VIP lounge and everything like that, and I went home, and I got in the car and I pulled up my phone and looked at Nick Swartz on Instagram, and I was like, "That was, I was him." Like, yeah, and I was just having a normal conversation with the dude, and I didn't realize anything. And then there was um, I forget his name, um, Carl Gallagher from Shameless. Mm, was there. Yeah. Okay. And all that stuff. And like I was talking about all these people, and I didn't realize who they were, and everything like that. This dude, it was, it was a blast. Like it, those yeah. times are the the funnest times ever. Yeah. Um, Miami and LA is the best experience I've had with those. Um, oh, what was Miami artists. like? 
Miami was um a lot of booty. Yeah, that's Miami. <laughs> Miami Miami <laughs> means booty and just in the yeah. urban dictionary. If you just type in Miami, it just says booty. It just pops up booty. <laughs> <laughs> that's what um, Miami was great, dude. Miami was uh, you're basically fueled on energy drinks the whole entire time because every event was sponsored by Rockstar. Yeah. <laughs> so you you just had if you didn't have water in your system, you had Rockstar in your system. Yeah. Um, Sounds like and, spring break without an age limit. Like it's just spring break yeah. for everyone. If you're 18, like it's just dude, it's just for you, everyone. You had drinks no matter if you were you had drinks no matter what. Like it yeah. was it was awesome. That's it was awesome. It, I was what sucked though is I was 20 whenever I came in there, mm. and so I couldn't go to any of the after parties or clubs except yeah. like private ones, like at like the mansion and stuff. But like the the private parties where we went to, um, there's one at one of the big clubs there. For, I think it was 11 or mm. something like that. Yeah, and we tried going in, um, and there was like four rows of security guards, and me and my me and my other buddy were like, okay, so what we could do is you have your, you have a fake and we kind of look similar. So like you go in and then we'll, you get a phone call and like come out and hand it to me. Yeah. And then we, we sat there and watched everybody. We watched like four people get declined by these big dudes. And yeah. we're like, nah, I'm no, good. Like, no, 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 no. And it was, dude, that place, they're so strict there, but it, Miami was just fun because, uh, I guess it's just Miami. Like, it's, so Miami. Much, like, it's kind of like, so much to do. Yeah, and that's the first time I went and saw a nude beach. So man, <laughs> hey, <laughs> the yeah, top was I did some. I don't even think it was. I think just everywhere is a nude beach. Like it's just kind of accepted down there. I did some yeah. of my interviews. Like this past summer, we went down to Miami about this time a year ago, like end of June through like just like just before July Fourth, and like I had never really been. I had never like wandered up and down South Beach. I only been to. I only had been to Miami like one time before that and it was a few years prior and like it doesn't bother me or anything it's just like whatever but it just kind of i had to like double take the first time i saw it i'm like i'm like did we wander did i miss a sign or something because that chick is just naked like you do you get your tan no tan lines i'm about it do your thing but i had to like double take i'm like did we wander into a wrong spot like is it gonna look extra weird that i'm walking around with a camera guy like is this girl wild like what's going on because that's funny, when you're in those places, especially on spring break, too, everyone comes up, they want to know if we're, like, Pornhub or, like, Girls Gone Wild or yes. something. It's, like, hysterical. And we don't even, we're like, what are you talking about? Then we realize everyone's naked around us. We're like, oh, God, I get, makes sense. Yeah, Fair. Well, I guess I, Fair point. I guess I missed the invite and invitation, <laughs> like, you know? That's what, literally, that's the same thing as we were on the beach, and there's these two, these two models that were taking photos topless, and I was like, is, like, is no one seeing this? I was like, is this is this a normal thing here? That was the first time I go to Miami, and I was like, okay, I, I guess I guess it is. And it, it, you, I had a double take too. I was like, is this? I guess this is just everyone, and everybody's just in there looking away, like everybody's just in there chilling. Yeah. And I'm over here like, Fuck. that's how you, that's how you know who the locals are, the regulars yes. and the locals, because they are just that's just what they're used to. That's their life. They they know what's up whatever but then there's people like you and me who aren't there that much and you know caught yeah. it for the first time and we're like it's not nothing wrong we were just kind of like is no one else like is it almost makes you think like you're the only one that sees it and you're like what's am i missing yeah. something here <laughs> so what made you move from um, ohio i went to school out here so i came to school out here to okay. arizona state and i you know i've fallen in love with it and you know i found stuff to do where i can stay out here i mean i really do have you ever been out this way 
I've not been out to Arizona. Arizona's great, man. It, it really is, and it's it's grown so much. I mean, if I were to see a picture of you know what every the whole town and the campus and everything looked like when I moved in in 2016, and it was already big and move, uh, you know growing and booming, but where it's come in four years, you know less, you know four years, it's just it's just crazy. There's so much more residences and apartment buildings, and there's just new places all um excuse me all around a new retail new business it's um it's really cool to see i mean it's almost becoming a city it's almost becoming like so compact it's it's turning into like a mix of like a mini la mini vegas with you know a lot of like like the nightlife and the restaurants that are here it really does have that vibe especially scottsdale it's um it's it's gorgeous i love it and i like to get out and play golf once in a while it's a beautiful place to golf and if you can survive the hot summers which we're going through now um i mean how hot is it uh, like 110, like it, it's pretty hot, but yeah, just just yeah. average. Yeah, 110. That, that don't, that, that's how hot it gets. But I know I'm that guy that always says, "Well, it's a dry heat." You know, it is a like it is much different. Like I grew yeah, up in dry. Ohio. You know it in Tampa and in the Carolinas. Like humidity is way worse. Yes. You know what I mean? Like yes. 85 and and hunt like 100 percent humidity is way worse than 110 and like six percent humidity. What it's like out here, guaranteed. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Have you ever been out? When I went to LA, like you could walk around with like long sleeve and everything like that, and just be like, okay, cool. Yeah, it could be like seventy-five, and you could wear shorts and a t-shirt, or you could wear like a light hoodie and jeans if you wanted to. Yeah, it's awesome. It was it was insane. It's the best. I cannot stand humidity. Yeah, you've been to Tech West for being it. What's that? No, no, it's weird. Like everyone thinks that now. If you go out in the desert, and a lot of these like I've never I've never run into a scorpion, never run into a snake. I ran into like a gecko though, literally at our apartment. I was taking a walk and there was just this like gecko just like just hanging out. I'm like, that was, it was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I've never run into anything too crazy. You know, but you know what that means though? It means I haven't gotten out in an adventure enough. So I need to get out. I need to get out of the city and check out the deserts and some, some other more, uh, you know, quieter, you know, more, uh, more isolated areas. But uh, no, I haven't been attacked by anything crazy out here yet. Okay. Yeah. So. Dang. I need mean, to visit Arizona. I've always wanted to go there. Um, yeah. I heard how beautiful what I heard how like cheap it is to live there too. It's way no. more, more cheaper than like one of the most cheapest out west. Oh, right? for sure. East west. Yeah, yes. West. Out west. west. Yeah. We're I mean, <laughs> we're we're the southwest. We're the southwest. So yeah, I mean <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean compared to you know compared to to California and you know especially you know California you know the Utahs. Um, you know, like the Oregon, Washington, like we are, you know, the, the, the cost of living and, you know, the areas that you can be in, um, it's, it's very much affordable. It's a, it's a great place. I can't say enough great things about it. Arizona is awesome. So you're saying I should move to Arizona. I think you should move to Arizona and look at that. Then look how close, you know, we have an airport. It flies everywhere and you're within, you know, a short drive to, to LA or Vegas right. or wherever you want to go, man. All the places that you want to be, we're, it's yep. so easy to get there, and we're so close, right? You know. I got hills. Yeah. I got hills over here. Yeah, yeah. You got. I have nothing. Yeah, but yeah. You should check out Arizona. Come, come for a visit. We'll uh, we'll make it like a recruiting trip. Like you're an athlete. We'll bring you in. We'll show you the ropes, and you won't be able to say no by the end of it. All right, I'm down. I'm down to go to it. Arizona. Love it. And then when I want to get away and get to a quiet area, I'm coming out to South Carolina. I mean, you could, but 
<laughs> I, I want to check it out. Okay, so where, like, where in South Carolina are you at? So I'm in, like, the upstate. So Greenville's one of the most homey. It's considered, it's on, like, number two or ten. It's on the top ten yeah. for the best relationship and couple state to live in, I yeah. guess. Um, but, like, Greenville's, like, one of the most homey areas, I guess. Like, it's just very, like, you can walk downtown at, like, two three in the morning and you don't have like you don't feel like you're not you feel safe yeah um and everyone's just like welcoming here and everybody it's it's a really good vibe um and it's very like quiet but like in other words of like mountains like you don't have like the mountains that you have there like or in colorado and stuff Mm -hmm. you literally have hills here like they look like people call them mountains here because that's what we know but like you have literal like hills yeah um and there's some great views and we're peaceful and relaxing because it's just a lot of land um but otherwise it's just like there's not much you can do my saying is like you first moving somewhere like you have some i'm very uh, i love the nightlife i love doing all those things yeah. i love having things to do and i love food but you only can hike a, a hiking trail a certain amount of times in this area um and it the scenery stays the same mm-hmm. because it's always the mountains always turn to, unless you go up towards Tennessee and stuff, but like South Carolina, North Carolina, North Carolina mountains are like better, but like their mountains are always feel like kind of like the same. You're going to walk one trail. The only thing different is if you go to a different waterfall Yeah, and like, waterfalls are different, but like hiking trails, that's all we have. We, all we do is have the hiking trails and we got the beaches and the beaches are disgusting. So, I mean, <laughs> They're, they're not like California or Florida beaches right. and they're just bad. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. Cause I would struggle with that. Like, be, like it'd be one thing to live in like a smaller, quieter town. Right. But have the option, something that's close to where you can go to something that's more busy, you know, busy and happening mm-hmm. like out here in yeah. Arizona, you know, I can go a little bit North or I can go out to Sedona or even some places that are even closer than a few hours where I can get, you know, quiet and just peaceful and out of the city. But like, but all those things are in such close proximity. And if, you know, you're out there in a Sedona or up in Flagstaff or one of these places are like, you know, Queen and Cave Creek, you know, where there's some quieter places where you have some more space, like you aren't that far from the Valley, you know, the Tempe, Scottsdale, and, you know, it just kind of sounds like you're kind of stuck in that. Like you would have to, it'd be quite a trip to get out to something that's a, a little bit more busy, a little bit more happening. You know what I mean? That that would be, yeah. I imagine that would be very tough, especially it sounds like we're similar in which we like the, like being, you know, kind of yes. in the middle of everything, right? In the mix. Yes. Yeah. How, what, um, what got you into like the entertainment stuff? So I've always been kind of, I kind of feel like I have had, like everyone kind of has like a weird roadmap and like stuff they like to do. So I'm, so when I was a kid, I think like the first thing that I really fell in love with was like, was like movies. Like the first people that I looked up to and wanted to be were like, you know, like when I was a kid, I don't know why, I don't know why my parents let me watch this. Like now looking back and some of the things that they say is kind of weird, but like Greece, I loved Greece. I wanted to be John Travolta. Like that was my guy. And I was like eight years old or younger than that. I can see the Greek look. Yeah. Yeah. Just go back a little bit, may throw on the leather jacket, but no, like I love that. Like that's the stuff I looked up to. Like the people that I knew growing up before I got super into sports and passionate about that, like the people I looked up to and wanted to be, because like most people when they grow up, like, you know, they want to be, you know, they look up to their sports idols and they're like, I want to be that. I want to be a baseball player, basketball player, whatever. 
my first one was like John Travolta. Then I'm like all the Tim Allen, like Christmas movies. And I remember like as a kid, my parents, they took us to see, um, it was just in Ohio. It wasn't like a Broadway thing, but we saw the Lion King and seeing like okay. kids that were like young, like me, like knowing that like, oh, that's like their job. Like they get paid for that. Like that's something that they do. I was like, oh my really gosh. Me up. I was like, that's so cool. Like, how do I do that? That's like the sickest thing ever. Um, and then I got super into sports and then everything kind of transitioned into sports. And then as I got older into high school and realized you know, you know, I decided I don't want to go play sports in college. Um, you know, I want to go to a bigger school. I want to move somewhere else, somewhere like this, you know, where I'm in a, in a bigger spot in a bigger market. Right. Then I decided, I'm like, what, what am I going to do? You know? And I decided, well, you know, I've always, you know, like discussing sports, I like talking about them. I've always paid attention to, to media. I listened to, you know, a lot of podcasts and radio shows and I appreciated, like when I was watching sports, like I would really pay attention to like the play-by-play commentary and the way that they would break things down. I'm like, I know I want to do something like that. I want to be on the camera. I want to be on the radio. I, I want to be something out there, right? And you know, you know as well as anyone, you know, in this industry that you're getting into, especially when you're breaking in, it's it's good to be diverse and, and you know, to have different platforms and outlets, you know, it's important to do, yes. you know, like influence stuff, influencing stuff, social media, maybe writing, podcasting, whatever, you know, it's good to, to have, um, you know, build a good solid foundation, try to be good at all those things. Um, but it's good to, you know, to, to be able to do a multitude of things. So as the years went on, I graduated this year with a business degree. So I, you know, I'm never, I, I probably should have, um, I probably should have like did journalism, but at the same time, I think it, it, it worked out fine. And so I, I just basically started creating stuff on my own. I would get business internships, learn some things. Um, you know, I started creating podcasts and YouTube videos on my own. And then I got this job with the daily dropout doing the interviews. And that was kind of like my first like real thing um, where I was doing media stuff. And it was great because they were, you know, like a, they're like a, we're like a startup company. And, you know, they, they allowed to give me room to, to grow and they worked with me and, you know, they were receptive to me asking them questions. And then once I started doing that, I'm like, yeah, I really want to do something in this industry. And as I learned more about it and, you know, started following media companies more, I kind of realized like, yeah, like I love just, I love the, I think the internet's just an amazing place. There's no, there's no capacity to the internet. You know what I mean? There's no, like, like if you were to go. You know, like all those network shows are great that we watch, right? Or the sports shows that we watch. But there's only a certain amount of time slots in a day. You know what I mean? You know, a company yeah. could have a million podcasts. You could have your own pod, uh, you know, podcast. And, you know, you're not. it's not going to be like, oh, my God, I'm going to get killed. I'm going up, you know, against Joe Rogan from 12 to 3 today. No, people <laughs> listen to Joe Rogan at their leisure. They listen to, you know, definitely not as many people. About maybe a handful of people listen to me at their leisure. But, like... You know, people listen when they want to listen. They pick and choose who they want to listen to. Yeah. So I, I, I really fell in love with that. And I saw that boom and that trend. Like, this is what I like, you know, doing. Or no, this is what I like listening to. I'm like, I'm going to see if I have any talent in this or I can build up anything in this. And I really just started to fall in love with things like this, like the long form interviews. Because, you know, you look at, you know, it, it works. And there's a reason that they're around and they pour and dump a ton of money into them. But these Tonight Shows, I'm like, I just love the 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 format so much better on these podcasts when it's not a bunch of you know like pre-script pre-scripted questions and they have you know five minutes with them ten minutes and you know they're very kind of surface level stuff i love the deeper conversations because you know you and i yeah. could go for 25 minutes and it, and it would be great or we could go for 
two hours and it'd be great if they, if we have stuff to talk about. There's no hey, we got commercial or hey, you know, yeah. uh, you know, we have to make room because uh, the office marathon's coming on. Like we only have thirty minutes and then we're done, right? Um, so I just kind of fell in love with all that stuff. I've fallen in love with you know the work of it and the pro. I love the process of it, like preparing for something like this. Even though I only have like a few chicken scratch things written down for this, but I love like the preparation of it. And I just love being able to like, I feel like I learned something. I learned something yeah. when I listen to a podcast every time. And I learned something from someone when I do an interview like this. And, um, and it's just a great way to connect with people. And I've just really, uh, I think that's where I've fallen in love with it. I feel like, you know, you meet so many great people through this and you, you have the ability to do so many different projects. You know, it, I, I don't feel like, I don't ever feel like you have a job. You know, if you're lucky, maybe you have the same job and the same thing for five yeah. years and that'd be a great run. But at the same time, concurrently, you're probably doing different side projects. And then from there on, you, you expand and go to the next thing. You know what I mean? So just that, you know, that's kind of a long winded answer, but kind of my whole life has been kind of, I'm super into this. And then I was more sports and now I've gotten back into it and just, I'm never going to turn back. Like I, I'm going to do what I can to anything to, uh, to make this work. Cause I've, uh, I, I've loved uh, everything about it so far. And now being with CK talent, you know, you, you're a client yeah. as well. Um, just everything that I've learned from them so far. And, you know, the little things that we've set up uh, here and there, it's just been such an amazing resource. And, you know, um, you know, we're so lucky to have who we have, you know, because they, they want us to understand everything. Yeah, you know, why, yeah and the communication is great. Um, you know, we're in good hands. And that makes me really excited for, you know, where I'm going to go, where you're going to go, where we're all going to go uh, that, that are a part of this, because it seems to be a, a special place. So it's a uh, it's really cool. That's kind of how I got into it. I just kind of fell in love with doing doing things like this. You know what I mean? I love it. That's awesome. That's uh takes a lot for everyone, especially our age and stuff that don't uh they come to a barricade when they hit their dreams and want to chase them. Mm -hmm. And then once that barricade comes up, they don't find a way around it. They turn the other direction, go the other way. And that's awesome. You just pretty much plowed through that barricade and said fuck it i'm going dude you got to because otherwise like you're going to get pushed back on everything you're never going to be now people don't want to do that that's prerog that's their prerogative that's fine i'll never look down on anyone but for me i'm like i know where i want to go i want to like i want to have no limits here and yeah. we're, and we're going to have to push through like we're going to get pushed back on everything but you, you just have to like the positive mindset not comparing yourself to others all the stuff that you know we've we've been told and you know we've read and heard about like it's also true because if we take steps back or we miss out on something we really wanted, um, at the end of the day, if we're working hard and doing what we're supposed to, you know, 99% of the time, that's the way it was supposed to work out. And, you know, it may take years, it may take a month, a week, a day or whatever, but we're going to fall into as long as we keep the positive ad yeah, ad attitude and keep, yes. you know, and just keep working uh, the way that we're supposed to and giving these projects and different things the time that, and yeah. respect that they deserve, we're going to end up where we're supposed to be. It may not be the way we thought in our head, but um, but the only way to get there, right, is to keep working. And you're putting all the energy. That's the same so, thing. It's like no one understands. If you were to, you want to, let's say the basic thing, someone become an astronaut. Yeah. Um, as long as they're doing everything every single day, every single day in their life month that they are putting effort to becoming the astronaut, they're going to become something in that field because they're putting all the energy into that. So what's it not to come to them? You want to become a photographer professionally? Someone sits there with a 
iPhone or a freaking film camera. I mean, like disposable. Yeah. And they're putting all the energy and learning watching videos in there. They're going to become a photographer. Someone wants to become an actor. You're putting, even if you, it takes seven years. Jim Carrey was homeless for seven years. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, as long as you're putting all the energy in, so they're learning every day. It might be 10 years from now. It might be so on. Maybe you'll learn your first commercial. Maybe you'll learn your first agency and stuff like that. You're going to be in that field that you are dreamed to be in because you put all energy into it. And most people sit there and go, oh, I put this energy in it and um, someone kicked me down. And, or someone told me I couldn't make it. And they don't use it as fuel and they use it to run away and cower. And that's on them. That's awesome. Like, you know, not a lot of stuff is for this industry and everything like that or those. It's not for everyone. But, and they might find, find their love with something else. But if it's their dream, what makes you want to stop doing that? Because you're going to sit there working that nine to five or you're going to sit there working, doing that job that you never wanted to do in your life. And now that you chase your dreams and went through that barricade, it's limitless you can just do everything and you're, you're happy doing it too and like the same thing with me with modeling and acting and everything like that i started out singing Ooh, wow and i did not know that so, yeah so i started out singing and like and um around i never sang in my life i never i, I didn't really like i was always like you know I think, <laughs> so, so like the first stuff i could really remember me like vibing to was i was <laughs> is when I was younger, my mom had a Gwen Stefani CD. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I would always jam out to that. And it would just be like jamming, right? And uh, so around like eighth, seventh grade, I really had a, I had a calling. Um, that's around whenever I was saved. And I, I, I was just called, like a, God called me to sing and be an entertainment. And instantly I just started singing. And my voice was right. I was very... Um, confident in it and then once I started getting that attention for seeing and becoming more popular um, because I had a voice um, my closest friends and people of that stature were sitting there going and knocked me down and basically bullying me for it I ruined all my confidence because my closest people I thought I trusted and they threw me down and basically I never sang again um, for years um, and then as it neared and when I went into high school um, I opened it up a little bit more and I was less confident. I was just like, dude, I can't do this. Um, by like sophomore year, junior year, I think around, um, I had one of my, I had my next very serious relationship and we dated for three and a half years. Um, until I was, we gra I graduated a little after and, uh, we, she was a model and I always saw her and I saw her on this page. And at the time she had like 13,000 followers or whatever. And I was like, I'm never going to be able to contact this girl. Like I'm I, yeah. like, fuck, like she came down from the gods. And so, um, I was like, um, so happened to be my ex girl from before we, we were actually like, it was like weird. It was like destiny, dude. Like, so I'm saying, as long as you put the energy in the world, like it's going to come to you. Um, I've always wanted to be something in entertainment and it's always been my dream. And so happened to be, she, I thought she was like in LA and so happens to be, she was in the same location as me at the same exact time, everything like that. And we walked past her. I didn't even really realize it. We sat next to each other at this event, never knew it and hit her up. And then she we ended up started dating and I looked up to her in modeling and I only had like a thousand followers at the time, whatever. And I was like, wow, she gets all this free stuff. How dope would it be just to get one free thing? Oh, it'd like, be awesome. Just 
this is, it was like a company to sit there and just be like, I love your content enough, or I like you. Let me, here it is. Like, give me a lollipop. Just give yeah. me something. And um, um, I was always chasing it. And actually, like, later on the road, I'm proud now. I'm glad. I'm glad it happened. You know, natural thing. Whatever happened, she cheated, stuff like that. Um, she didn't believe me in her. Like, so there's her her mom and her family and her, they told me that they were always doubting me. And even though she was in modeling, told me that I would be nothing in entertainment, that my dreams, they said that even at teachers in school told me I wouldn't be anything. And actually my middle school teacher told me that I would never make above a D and I graduated with honors. So fuck her. So so she, uh, so yeah, they told me I couldn't do anything. I looked them up in the eyes and I said, when all this is over, you'll see me. And I said, you'll see me skyrocket past your daughter and you'll see me pass. And I said, this is my dream. And this is, I said, you're going to talk down on what God's calling is for me. And I said, who are you to tell me where I'm going to be in life? And after that, as after I graduated and everything like that, I basically said, fuck it. I said, anyone that's judging me, anyone, anything, this is my dream. This is my path. I don't care whoever gets in the way, um, family, anything like that. This is my goal. And it's good for a greater purpose. And I fell in love with it also because I love I love seeing and I, I want to show others that you can start from an iPhone, you can start from something simple and have nothing. I had a thousand followers. I didn't even have an iPhone at the time. I had a freaking Galaxy. I was a Galaxy. Whoa, you know? whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. 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 So you had yeah, to make yeah. a big life. Yeah, so you made all these life decisions. You graduated. Yeah. Like, no one's getting in my way and I'm getting a freaking iPhone. I'm going to stop being the weird <laughs> kid. Yeah, I'm going to start being a nuisance. I'm going to be a normal human being. I'm going to start paying taxes. I'm going to get an iPhone. I'm going to be a real person. That's what, that's what happened, dude. That actually, how the iPhone work back here. This, uh, I kept every single girl, I was like, because I was on Tinder or something, every single girl head up was like, after I texted them, oh, you got a Galaxy? I was like, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that's what, like, that's what everyone thinks you're a catfish on Tinder because they're like, uh, yes. where, where, where's your blue messages, your green messages? This is a bot. This is weird. I'm out. Yes. Delete yes. this number. And that's why I got my phone, dude. <laughs> it's a main reason. Should've, you should have made that your bio just to see if you would get people to match with you to talk shit. Like, I have a galaxy yeah. or like, I don't have iMessage, like whatever oh, yeah, been, that sure. might have been like a good like quirky talking point but whatever you're I have a galaxy proved to be iphone's better yes yes i would say dude i would say galaxy is way better but nah, no, 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 no 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 i don't know what it is at first the the phone's quality is like a million times better than the iphone like the first two days yeah the pictures i don't know what happens during that time i think it's because galaxy software is more computer-like yeah and the ram on it gets too taxed but like as soon as those first two three days, it's it's it shit. Like yeah. the whole that phone, you take a photo and it literally looks like you picked up a your water bottle had a camera or right. something like that. And you just took a photo. But yeah. Anyway, so whenever my um, ex and stuff was telling me um, I couldn't be anything, and I chased, I kept on chasing, and that's why I found to show people that they can become something. And I basically whenever I went to Florida for two months. Um, and to get away from everything. And I started, my brother at the time was his professional photographer. And so he took like two or three photos of me. And then out of nowhere, this company in Florida was, I was very, that's when I, I started chasing fitness. I, I got my certification, um, in personal training. And, um, because I didn't know what I wanted to do with life anymore. Like I didn't know. And this company hit me up and said, we want to send you free pre-workout. And I was like, 
this is it. Yeah. And then I got that bite. I got that taste of like what I could be. And then I said, fuck everything. I'm dropping everything and I'm chasing this. And out of that, it just started piling up and I got back and I got more professional with it. And then I end up for Christmas getting a cheap camera that was like $400, $500. Um, and it wasn't that good of a quality and anything like that. And I used that camera for years and just kept on building up. And then I was almost, I was at a plateau where like I couldn't really go anywhere. And this guy kept on hitting me up, which is, he's one of my best friends. I kept on hitting me up and he was like, yo, dude, can you be in my um, music videos with these rappers and stuff? And I didn't like his videos. I thought his videos, the uh, type of style it was in the rap. I thought, I honestly thought it was shit. I told him every time, I was like, I don't like your videos. I was like, I'm sorry, dude. Like, I like some of your videos, not all of them. And he kept on hitting me up, hitting me up. And then one day he had a watch commercial for me. And I told him no. And then he goes, dude, come on. I'll give you $20 and this will be good exposure for me and you. And I woke up and was like, ah, fuck, okay, fine. Like, all right, all right, dude, I'll come. And I thought the dude was going to be an asshole. Mm -hmm. But I met him and he was actually an amazing guy. Like, he he was one of my best friends now. And um, I met up with them and we took the video and it kind of kicked off a little bit. Yeah. And it made us both spark a bunch of older people love the video and the style. Um, and so we, right there, after that video kicked off, we made a promise to each other that in 365 days, which this was last year, um, June 11th was my first day of being um, signed on the, from being the agency. I've been in the agency for a year now. Oh, yeah, congrats. Um, that was a few, just a few days ago. You, a few days ago it's, would have been your, your one-year anniversary. Yeah, oh, June yeah. 11th. Yeah, June 11th. Amazing. So, so, yeah, so, like, that's, uh, we told each other 365 days that we were going to make it or that we are going to come a big, big step. And so we literally, every single day, we had no connection, that nothing. We, had, we just had a camera, decent looking dude and we told we told each other we're gonna we're gonna do this and i challenged him with creativity to do better and i that's when i started following the photography too i I was in front of the camera so much i want to learn both ends Mm -hmm. and so um like you said you have that skill set you have to learn everything to be able to you have to build a foundation so i became a professional photographer videographer stuff like that and so we sent out 150 emails a day both of us. So that's like 300. Just that, what is that? 300? Yep. 300. Uh, yeah. 300. Yeah. Okay. I so 300 you. emails a day. Yeah. <laughs> so um, to different companies, because at least out of those 150, you're going to get two or three that hit you back up. Yeah. And so we were doing that constantly. And finally, um, I was at maybe two or 3,000 followers. And um, C4, Cellyport, yeah. they hit me up. And they're like, wrote back. And the guy was like, yeah, dude, like, um, we love your content. He's how high quality it is. And I was the old, one of the only one that was like with 2,000 followers or whatever and low in history with no engagement. They love my content enough to hold their history that I was working with them. And I was like, this is massive. And so we got them. And then while we're doing a local commercial here, that's what kind of kicked off everything. We're like, oh, now this is really what's going. And so we started kicking up the beat, kicking up the beat. And then so we just kept on getting stuff after C4 because that C4 opened up so many doors. And we did like a couple videos with them. And then my buddy got um, a job off of a NASCAR. as one of the main oh, videographers nice. there. And he's 
just turned he's just about to turn 21 oh my god so he's uh, yeah he's making like 60 something grand a year just at 20 21 just wow. jumped in got one of his dream jobs yeah and then we're like where's me <laughs> yeah. I'm still just making videos. <laughs> yeah. So I'm still taking photos. And I started getting to the point of it's like, I need an agent. And I was like, I, I, I can't manage all this stuff anymore. And I had no experience really in stuff. I'm all self-taught with that stuff. And I was like, I don't have any headshots. I don't have any professional headshots at all. Um, what do I do? And so I was like, all right, I'm going to start tagging pictures. I'm going to start tagging pictures of every single big agency I can research. CK Town was one of them. Yeah. And I kept on doing it for weeks upon weeks. Finally caught CK Town's eyes. And one day I woke up and I was like, I wasn't going to send him pictures because I needed headshots. And they hit me up and blew up my page. And I blew up theirs. And I was like, ooh, all right, cool. And so at the time I messaged him and I was like, how do I seek whatever? And you, it's like, you only give me scouting and stuff to be in there or whatever right. and to be brought on. And so um, the media guy was like, send them a memo and say, I sent you over. Right. And I was like, boom, I just bypassed the first part. And that's when I got everything started. And dude, that part where like you, you finish with parts and you have to wait for the application process is like to see if you're confirmed or not. I was in there for like, it took, they said seven to 14 days. Yep. It took 16 days. And I was like, on the 16th day, I was like, something like shit. Yeah. And that's when everything just kind of, exploded from there out and then i basically capitalized and looked back and i was managing my ex-girlfriend too whenever we broke up i told her things not to get and now she's she's this big and then i'm over here yeah and then i look back and say to everyone and show everyone that people that sit there and shut you down their values their their, their persona about you does not matter right and as long as like you did you push through that wall, no matter what door, there's always going to be something two doors down that's going to be better than what you started with. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, you said it, I don't mean to cut you off, but I just want to make the, the point and reiterate it again. You know, people are so, especially today with social media, can be so singular, singularly, I can't say it, singularly, singularly, singularly focused on where you are singularly focused there it is singularly focused on where you are right now rather than where you're going you know like yes you could be at you know your thousand followers or whatever but you were obviously putting in the work setting out all those emails like taking like learning the different skills making sure that you know to, to, to make you better in front of the camera I've always felt I'm better in front of the camera knowing this what's going on behind the camera right it's just a better idea of the entire process and when you're putting in that work you know, it's going to take a while or it could take, you know, it could be overnight, you know, for in some cases it could be crazy, but yeah, like you said, I mean, there's going to be something two doors down, keep putting that energy out there, but people who put you down are so focused on yeah. where you are right now and they think you're going to be there forever because, and they want you to be there forever because they're up here and they're just, and the, they're, they're, those are the people that don't make it because they're discontent with the little amount of whatever they have, but you're working like hell to, to, to be infinitely bigger than that. And that's why you're on the trajectory trajectory that you are. And they are, they're just in your past. They're irrelevant. Yes. That's it. See, that's, what's awesome for you too, is that think about your little kid, little kid self, your little self thinking back in the day watching Lion King. Yeah. You would never pitch yourself where you are right now. God, no. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I, I feel like I've rolled into a few of these things and like my CK fit talent thing was, 
it was like in the middle of like like I applied like at the end of February and then coronavirus hit, so everything got delayed. So I waited like over, I waited like over thirty days before no. I finally got an email. It was so funny. I literally on my cal- on my planner on my little calendar. Um, I was going to reach back out to the guy, like the talent scout representation, whatever that, like, was, where is this that I was communicating with. I was just going to reach out like, Hey, um, you know, should I do, you know, should I expect this to be a thing? Like how much longer should I expect to wait on a decision? Like I understand everything's crazy. It was just to reach out to be like, Hey, you know, what's going on? You know, cause I imagined that, you know, all their meetings and things were focused on, you know, what do we do? How do we make sure we keep everyone employed, everyone working, all that stuff, obviously, you know, someone applying to be in the agency, you know, uh, was it a, a number one priority? And then that day that I was supposed to, that I had written down that I was going to email him, I got an email that I got in. Heck yes. And I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, I was freaking out. And I was like, this is, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's, this is amazing. That's exactly what happened to me pretty yeah. much. I was, like sitting there, I was, I was, messaging, I was at the beach and I was messaging my mom. Um, he said, it was at 16 days. And I was like, Bro, like, I don't think I made it. <laughs> and I was like, should I email him and be like, hey, how's everything going? Right. And my mom said, no, you're going to look bad if you do that. Yeah. And so, like, I was like, all right, all right, all right, I'll chill, I'll chill, I'll chill. And so I sat down the beach and I actually opened up my email and then I saw CK Talent and I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Do I want to look at this? Uh, that's what I, my friend read it first. Oh yeah, you and, did that thing. Yep, I, I was all alone. My roommate had gone home. Did you ever work with Alex Phillips? He, he, yes. He yeah, to, yeah. 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 He he's yeah. kind of moved on now, but he used to. He was like Craig's, or he was you know Craig's yes. guy. Um, Alex is my roommate. Okay. So, so awesome. yeah, so Alex and I know each other. But anyways, Alex had gone home, so it was just me. I'm like, if anyone's, I'm like, it's I'm either gonna read this or no one's gonna read this because no one's here to read it. And, yes. Yeah, dude. That's that's so. It's just so. Was wild. there a heartbreaking message in there that made you feel like you didn't get signed? Yeah, it was kind of like weird. I'm like, I'm like reading yeah. this, and I kind of, I'm like, I wanted to skip to the bottom, like, because it was like this whole long email, and you know, yeah. they're, they're saying like some things, you know, after reviewing, you know, this is a very serious, blah blah blah, whatever they say. Yes. And I'm just like, uh, then I like skipped around, and then once I saw I got in, I went back and read all of it, knowing that it was like gonna be okay they, they did it on purpose yeah it says yeah. like yay um something so it's like a sad message it's like but um unfortunately we have to let and i was like damn it and i read that i skipped down a little bit and i saw you've been accepted i was like yeah yes. i cried like a little baby too Dude, I, was, <laughs> I didn't know what to think i was like just i was just so like I don't know. It was just like relief. It was just excited. It was just, you know, it's a roller coaster of emotions. Hey, you're in good hands, dude. You have it. Once you, once you, uh, everything clears up, hopefully another one of those, um, LA events or Miami events, I have to go. Oh yeah. I'm going to be all in, all in to, to, uh, to go. I, I can't, I can't wait to start working the red carpets or, you know, walking in the events or whatever, whatever they have set up for me. I'm like, let's, let's do it. Dude. It, when we went to that's what when we went to my we went to what the the house party this this party is one of the most exclusive parties, um actually like ever so like yeah. you have to have a golden ticket to get in oh that's sick and all you do is see roles like it's a celebrity party and stuff there's metal detector with cops out there with guns everything like that yeah. about a line they only rent out this a uh, house once a year for a party in Miami it's one of the richest um mansions in Miami once a year and. We're sitting there, and one of uh, the other CK Talent brothers 
Um, brothers, it sounds like a fraternity. So <laughs> what? Like a, instead of when you said CK Talent Brothers, it was like it sounds like a fraternity. Yeah, <laughs> basically is. Uh, so, um, we saw one of the CK pledges, one of the one developmental of pledges. pledges. Yeah, that's so funny. Anyway, sorry, keep going. So, so yeah, so we're sitting there, and uh, our agent's there. Yeah. And um, he, we're only allowed to have two drinks minimal. Mm. And or maximum, you mean? One of, yeah. Max. Yeah, yeah, Max. Yeah. No more than two Sorry, yeah. I'm joking. <laughs> Android people, man, or the Samsung people. If it's okay. It's 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 just we have we've seen too many low quality pictures. True. True. Um, so we're sitting there, and he has, um, two. He had more than two drinks, and he was getting a little whatever. Yeah. And um, so our agent comes over. And I do, dude, this guy has like eyes in the back of his head. Yeah. We were nowhere to be fucking seen. Yep. And all of a sudden he walks around the corner and we're talking to girls. Yep. Um, on, in one of the back areas, like where the bar is and stuff. And he walks up and he goes, I want to drink you guys have. He's like, Ken, how many of you had? I said two. And he goes, I believe you. He goes, how many of you had? And he goes, and he says, don't fucking tell me two. Yeah. And you were like, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> and then, um, and then whenever he walked off, and he said, um, he's like, "Come over here, we gotta talk." Right. And I was like, "Oh my god!" And the girls sat down there. Well, how it happened? They go, "Was that your dad?" <laughs> basically. Yeah. We, and we're like, basically. Yeah, and that's what. And we're like, no, that's our agent. They're like, oh my gosh, why is he being like that? The son. I thought it was your dad. Are you in, Are you in trouble? And we're like. Yeah, we're fucked. Yeah, we, we, are, we are in actual big trouble. He's like dad, agent, guardian angel, yeah, like yeah. just it over, was, just overseer of all. Like he just you, has. It was fun. I'm sure he You'll brings. Like he, oh yeah, I'm sure he brings in plants just as people that like that just kind of blend in, but are just watchdogs. And th but that's yes. great. That, that's that's what he told us. I feel safe. I would feel very safe and secure and on my shit. You know what I mean? Like if that's what I'm supposed to do then that's what I'm going to do because I do not want to face the wrath of anything. I just want to be on good no. terms. You know what I mean? Dude, it's, he he called up. I, had, I was staying in um, hotel. I'm trying to make sure. If my video cuts out, let me know. I'm at 8%. Yeah, um, it, it goes in now. Huh? It goes, it, you're back. You're good. Okay. Um, so we went, I went to, I stayed at Hotel Indigo um, when I went to LA. And... I had some misconnection, I guess, with our uh, the travel agent and stuff like that. And I'm from the East Coast, right? So I'm wanting to just relax. Me, I have I have nowhere to go. Like I don't know anyone. I know people kind of there, but I don't know, and I haven't talked to them forever. So like yeah. I'm in the middle of foreign territory, and I get in and I I, I go into uh, the hotel and whatever I check in, they were like for the night, the nightly security deposit, whatever, they're like, it's going to be so-and-so this much was like, it was like a thousand dollars a night. Oh my for God. Like security deposit for Whoa. each night. And I was staying a week Whoa. and I was like, I, I don't have seven grand to toss around for you guys to hold on to. Right. And I was, I was like, I did not even see any of this. Like it was a miscommunication. Freaking our agent calls him and flips his shit. And so the lady is in the, the director of the hotel. Yeah. One of the directors. Yeah. And there, she's in a board meeting. 
And she's sitting there flipping out and on her phone in the board meeting, texting him back, yeah. saying, I'm so sorry. Sends her assistant down there. And the dude come, the, the dude comes down there and is like, I'm sorry, I can help you. And the, the people behind the counter are like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And like comes up to me and I was like, I was like, look, I'm just trying to get in my hotel room, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, okay, yeah, we'll cancel out the price. Like, we're good, we're good. We'll get you up there. Uh, so sorry for the inconvenience when I get in there. And he caused an uproar in the hotel, all just get me situated. And then I had my my shower handle for some odd reason, it was messed up. Uh-huh. And it like, I got stuck in there. <laughs> so he called him again Yeah, and flipped out. And the lady um, came downstairs and she was bowing. Like these, like it's a, it's like a Asian culture style hotel, uh-huh. and they're about. I didn't know what to do. Like me yeah. being my white Italian self, I'm right, sitting there like, like, what do I do? What, what like, <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> what do we, yeah. and like bowing to me, and I'm like, this is all because our our agent flipped out and basically yeah. showed like, hey, like tighten up, like you'll you'll have they take care of you no matter what. And it's like a straight up like just family, yeah. and they have people like watching you and um, stuff at the events. Whenever I went to the LA event, they had the lady there. She brought me to the side and she said to the bar, the bartenders. They said, "This is Kanan. Um, I don't care if Kim Kardashian or anyone shows up. He does not wait in lines. You guys take care of him first. And I was like, "Where's my crown? <laughs> this is awesome." <laughs> yeah this was this literally it was it was amazing and uh um you'll see like whenever you know you just got into the um this part once the sting start you came in at a sucky time because covid right um but uh when everything clears up dude it's all like the sky's limit when everything can't happens wait. it you'll see how much fun it is can't wait man well okay so is your phone dying or is it plugged in i wanted i don't want to get you i don't want you to have to get cut off it is at six percent. Okay, well let's let's start to wrap this up. Um, I want I'm trying to introduce like a new little fun segment thing. Some questions okay. I'm gonna ask yeah, all my go. guests. So you're my guinea pig. I think you're also my fiftieth episode. So congrats on milestone, man. Hey, That's awesome. Let's go. How about that? So okay, so I'm gonna call this. This is a working title. We have something tough, t- something tough, something funny, and something random. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, something tough. Uh, worst thing you've ever said on a first date. Or no, this is something funny. Hold on. I'm, I, got, I, got the, I got the title in one order and the questions in another order. So this is something tough, something funny, something random. Let's start with something tough. Kanan, you are in a race. Picture this. You're in a race. Okay. You just passed this person in second place. What place are you in? You're in a race and you just passed someone in second place? Yep. What place are you in? This is a trick question, isn't it? No, not at all. You're in a race. You just passed someone in second place. You're in second place. There you go. That a boy. That a boy. (laughs) I almost got you. Yeah, you always got me. That's what I was thinking. I get that. I get 99% of people on that question. So well, well done. That's one from the interviews, and people were always like. First place? Like, hey, no, listen, no. the president one, I don't even want to talk about the people that you get. Because the president one, the George Washington, how, who does not know who George Washington is? I know. I know. It, that, it, I, enough said. Enough said. Just go check out the video on my Instagram. Uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, the president's video, it's, it's rough. It's a rough one. Okay, something funny. Worst thing that you've ever said on a first date? Like maybe you fumbled over some words or you just said something like super awkward oh. or whatever. 
so actually one time um there was I, I was talking with this one girl and I actually took her for a a drive whatever um went went and got stuff whenever I come back we just like parked to talk and I was joking around with her <laughs> and I can't I can't fuck around with this happened like this is this is and <laughs> I'm sitting there talking to her and I'm like joking around about she said yeah um, something about strangers and stuff like that. She's like, you could have been a serial killer. And I said, do you don't know that's why I brought you here? Oh, and I was like joking around. And uh, I was like, actually, I have a sniper zoomed in on you right now. And we're like in the middle of nowhere almost. Right. And I was like, and whenever I lift my finger and count to three, that's when he's going to shoot. Right. And there was, I cannot fucking joke with you. No there way. was someone hunting in the woods. And whenever I did this, perfect timing, I did this, a gunshot went off. What? And was hunting deep in the woods. And she flipped the fuck out. And I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. I was like, I was joking. That was just perfect timing. I'm terribly, like, I, I'm not a serial killer. Like, look at me. I, I, I could have killed someone. And I was like, oh <laughs> I was my like, gosh. I, I'm like, I never heard from her again. <laughs> yeah. That's that was insane. the most. Awful it, thing. In, in her head, she was just like, I missed out on death because the shooter missed. Like, I'm yes. I, like, never will talk yes. to this guy again. Okay, that that's amazing. My gosh. Um, now, something random. I have a funny, I have a would you rather, a random would you okay. rather question. Would you rather fart loudly every time you have a serious conversation or have to burp after every kiss? Mm. Mm. I don't know. Farts really smell. Right. Mine smells like a McDonald's playground sometimes. So, um, I'm gonna go with the burp. The burp. Yeah. That's... Like, does that mean like after the end of the kiss or like during? Like, I think at the end of the kiss. I would go with the burp. The burp. Okay. Well done. What would you do? I feel, but like, I don't know. I'm I, the way that it's worded. It's like, would you rather have to fart? Like. So it's just like you're trying to like hold it in, like it's really tough oh, and you're kind of like sweating. I might go with that and take the chance that I'm going to be able to hold it in and the serious talk won't last too long so that I can like run off somewhere where I can be by myself and do what I need to do. Okay. And then the burp had to you got that, me there. That would be my thought process. But if I actually okay. but if like you actually not just had to fart but actually farted Probably That's would, what I was thinking, probably, that you had to fart. Like, probably do the burp. You're going to have to find someone like, hey, like, this is my thing. Hopefully you love me enough to where you can just learn to live with it. I mean, can you imagine you're at a funeral, and then yeah. you're sitting there, like, talking to someone, and they're like, I'm sorry for your... Right. Are you, you are you giving, you, like, a eulogy speech at the funeral, yes. and you just get done with everything, you're looking at the crowd, and just <laughs> rip one? Just, like, dead serious, like, your face. To, it's like the stepbrother's fart, where Dale's in there, yes. and you, his face is just like this the whole time. And they're like, did you fart? He's like, no, no, I, uh -uh. no, I don't think so. I can taste it. Did you? Is yeah. that burgers? You ketchup and onion. Yeah, the suit kind of, the suits kind of seem pretty fucked up now. Like it just led <laughs> it. So great. Such a great scene. His face, like this where he's back like this with his eyebrow yeah, up. And, he gets, like, and the one last little push, he's like, just like a little slight elevation. John yeah. C. Riley is a, just a genius. Just a no, genius. that's it. I love Step Brothers. That, that's, that's a good ass movie. It's impossible not to. 
Well, dude, this was fun. I'm glad we finally got to, to catch up like this. I know we communicate on social media back and forth, but this was this was the first time for this. This was really fun. It was. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Absolutely, man. Thank you. And thank you guys all so much for listening. Remember, Apple, Spotify, YouTube, Joseph Orr Podcast. We are available. New episodes out every single Monday. We'll talk to you guys next Monday.